is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Monday morning to you. Monday afternoon to you. <laughs> we'll just, all right, well, let's start again. Good Monday afternoon to you. It is our Open Lines, Open Ideas program here on KGMI. And uh, yeah, my voice is a little bit, a little bit froggy here this afternoon. Not because I don't have the COVID, I don't have the flu, I haven't come down with anything. I was just at the uh, Seahawks game yelling and screaming yesterday. You know, you go to the Seahawks game and you feel like you want to be part of that loudest crowd in the NFL, and so you yell and scream. And we did a lot of it yesterday because the Seahawks weren't doing that well, especially toward the end of the game. But trying to get them to stop the run, which they didn't have much success in doing. But uh, it was a lot of fun nonetheless. Always an experience to go to a, a big event like that, that's for sure. But uh, well, we'll get through it here today. And we want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And uh, Isra came to light on uh, Friday about... Um, uh, some school administrators here in uh, in Bellingham who uh, face now face charges, each of them a charge, uh, gross misdemeanor for failing to report uh, an alleged sexual assault, one that had been brought to their attention and uh, that uh, they are required by law to report these things to police or to Child Protective Services and make that next step. And I, yeah, I've talked about this with my daughter over the weekend and uh, about to get her, her gauge her feelings on it and um, and get a sense of because uh, kids walked out apparently at uh, Squalicum High School today for a time they didn't walk out of school for the whole day but uh, for a time to express their concerns over this and uh, express their desire to see uh, sexual assault and issues like that taken more seriously and uh, the school district stands by their ability or their right to do that and. Um, uh, it sounds like things went off pretty pretty orderly, uh, although the school district does say that uh, one adult, at least one adult, showed up and uh, didn't follow protocol as far as um, an, an adult or a person not involved in the campus coming onto the campus during a school day uh, where you're supposed to go check in and do all that, and the person refused to leave. But, um, uh, you know, I... I think it makes sense that uh, it's questioned why uh, these um, uh, school officials, who you would think this is what the law states, this is what they should do when these this type of an incident is brought to their attention, it seems like an easy call to just say, okay, we let's call the authorities, let's get them involved, let them take this over instead of try to manage it. And, uh, and uh, it's a legal issue at that point just makes sense to me. But whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. As always, our phone number, 360-676-5464. And getting us going on this beautiful Monday afternoon is John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. You're yelling at the Seahawks yeah. game. I know. Man, you can't you can't be risking the moneymaker. That's right. I, I, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, I got to protect my after after three three quarters, uh, but then I still couldn't give it up because you know you had to had to do what we could to to bring our energy to the team. But uh, I guess we. You were, sound fine. You yeah. Sound fine. Oh, good, good. Um, so I was listening to the guest host uh, uh, for Dennis Prager before. Uh, and she had a she had a little a, a little sniper thing where she was like, and uh, the New York Times has a has a a story about sea slugs, and that's supposed to be important, like they relate to human beings. And so, don't read the New York Times. So I'm like, well, more right wing propaganda. Let's Google it, right? And what the story was about is about the website for people, these nerds, right, these ocean biographer, uh-huh. uh, uh, biologists who study sea slugs. And uh, God made like a billion of them, and they all got their own little characteristics. So there's a website. On the website, people are very kind to one another. 
Hmm. It's like if you go to a reactor website where someone's listening to a song for the first time, whatever. You know, you're not going to get people, you know, throwing around, you know, bad language and stuff. That's what the article was about. It wasn't about sea slugs pertaining to humanity. It was about how people react on this website, how civil they are to each other. Hmm. But that's not the point of right-wing propaganda. It's to agitate, and it's to make people angry. And, you know, every show on this station, except for yours, and the, you know, the stuff that deals with finance and stuff does that. But my, my problem is with rich of course. Okay. Last week, last week, he was talking about Brittany Grimes' release from the the Russian, you know, prison, and he said, uh, you know, we that because now this is has to be taken in context of George Floyd. At the time, before she went to to Russia, you know, she didn't want to stand for the national anthem. She she said she was just going to be in the locker room because she didn't want to make a scene, right? It's very difficult. The thing is, if you're a white person like me and, uh, you know, raised a Christian, and you know, it's very different your experience when you're a black lesbian who's super tall, right? You don't, like, black people and gay people do not feel like the Constitution protects them. And especially black people with the George Floyd thing. So look, we don't force patriotism in this country on anybody because that's fascism. And guess what? The Supreme Court decided all this a long time ago. Why are we talking about it, right? Because they said that it was unconstitutional to make children to, uh, uh, recite the Pledge of Allegiance because, you know, Jehovah Witnesses brought a case. And there's all this history to all this stuff. But no, Rich just wants to call her a traitor. And that really bugs me. You know, she's an American. She's got the right to her own opinion. I mean, well, wow, how bent out would Rich, uh, bent out of shape would he be if I started calling people that voted for Trump traitors? No, I think hmm. they're, they're, they're misguided. They're still my fellow citizens. Okay. All right. So let's not like be be be, be calling anyone a traitor on grounds like that. That is a specific use in time of war, helping our enemy, yada yada. All right. So you know. Anyway. Okay. So that's my two cents. Well, thanks, John. I appreciate thanks, it. John. And I, and I think John makes an important point is that we don't force patriotism or patriotic gestures on anyone, although there are organizations. They, uh, you know, in at least. At times, I know that uh, professional sports leagues have insisted that their players uh, stand for the national anthem or make this, you know, uh, follow through with this gesture, regardless of their personal feelings. Now, that's a different situation if you're talking about an employer saying you have to do this as part of your job, as opposed to uh, the government saying you must stand for this, you must you must perform this act, in other words, to prove your fealty to this country or or what have you. Uh, so, all right, let's go along. Uh, well, uh, his name came up uh, in John's call, and now we go to Rich in Ferndale. I take it for a response. Hey, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Your voice is a little raspy, not terrible, but yeah, I can a, tell you used it's a, it. It's a little more deep and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe distinguished sounding. I don't know. <laughs> so just to clarify, I never said she was a traitor. I mean, I've, I've never used that word. I just said that a little bit of unpatriot, unpatriotic when you won't come out when they're singing the anthem, you know. And and it could be that the the league, that'd be the NBA, right? They might uh, have WNBA. a rule that, yeah, there, there might be a rule that says you're supposed to do that. I know the NFL at one time had a rule where you're supposed to, you know, sing it and stand for it and you know but that's an employer can do that right i think yeah you know like the like the governor forced the vaccination on his employees and right. he was successful in doing it so it i mean you can do what you want whether it's legal or good or not it does have consequences so she cannot do it but then i have the right to not really like her for that sure that's okay right so you know i never called her a traitor uh, yeah, poor John. I guess I'm living rent free in his head, just like Trump's. Kind of scary, but uh, <laughs> I, you know, if I things that I disagree with, I would never listen to eight to ten hours a day. 
I can't, I couldn't do that because I do not want to take things in that I do not believe are true or accurate or I think has uh, bad motives. So if John disagrees with all this stuff, why in the Sam Hill is he listening all day to KGMI? I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand that. Well, I don't know that he listens all day. Apparently, he does listen in the afternoon. And, and I mean, I understand it to a degree, but like you say, I couldn't, I couldn't listen uh, for hours on end by any means. I, but, I, I, you know, I used to find myself, I'd listen to Rush Limbaugh a little bit here and there. I'd yeah. listen to, listen to you know, I, I remember when I, uh, we used to air, um, um, oh, his name is, is, is escaping me right offhand. Dr. Uh, Laura? I remember that. Well, yeah, Dr. Laura. Well, I worked, yeah, I, I, yeah, I worked right around, you know, and I, so I used to hear a lot of Dr. Laura for sure. But um, She was good. I liked her. She said it how it was, matter of fact, and she always referenced consequences, not necessarily yeah. what something is right or wrong, but if you do X, this will happen. I don't care if you don't like it, but this is what will happen 90% of the time. So is it good to tell somebody something that they don't need to know that could damage them? No, it's not. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was a little judgmental, I would say. Oh, yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, uh huh. And and uh, but, but I think that was, was part of the attraction to her. And and I think sometimes people want to hear. They they enjoyed hearing her, kind of like with Judge Judy coming down yeah, on yeah. someone and saying, "No, nope, nope, this is what you're, you're wrong. doing wrong." Here yeah, you, yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Straighten so. up and fly right. <laughs> so I tuned in a little late. What were you talking about at the school? It was a. Uh, protest or they just had a silent moment for the they had a, well thing? students walked out today um you know there were several there were three uh school officials now they're they're this year they're assistant principals at two at squalicum and one two at squalicum and one at, at bellingham high school that, uh, uh well the the walkout was planned among students um okay, so. and <laughs> yeah there's the 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 there was a sexual assault or a, 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 among students reported last year, last school year, and uh, these school officials now face a charge for uh, having not, not reported this. This was brought to their attention. They didn't report it right away to police or to Child Protective Services, which so, is what they were um, mandated to do. Did this have to do with the caller the other day where they said it was an unfolding story and didn't want to talk about it? it had to do with some sort of... Well, yeah. Well, it, is that the same story? It is that. That's the story, okay. and we, you okay. know, we we got, and that was before I had the full details on it. And um, but the bottom line is, the caller was calling for them to be fired immediately and and to right. have all this action taken. And the, the I, you know, well, quite but the frankly, administration. It's not just the teacher there. The teacher's going to first take it to the administration. If they hear something, they're going to go to their higher-ups and say, what do I do? Do we report this or not? Because the one thing I think they fear in reporting a sexual assault is it will ruin the person who is accused whether they did it or not. Because that's the one crime that requires no proof. The word, the victim's word is the proof. That's the only crime in our society where you can say it and therefore it is. That's so not I think true, they though. I mean, true. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at, I think, I, I don't know, and I, I'm hardly an expert in this, but if you look at the history of sexual assault, it's a crime that by and large goes unpunished and that uh, victims suffer vastly, by vastly greater numbers than do perpetrators. And you, you're right. I mean, many of these they incidents are the he said, right she said, but... Um, but and it makes to like really know your stuff because before you pull that trigger and call the police, you better be sure that that actually is real. Because if if well, a person looks at you wrong, what if they say it's an assault? I don't know. But they, uh, I but that's what state law says that that is their job to do. That's what they were required to do. Right. You've got this report. You need to take it to the authorities, who will then investigate and and make a judgment call on but whether like or not everything credibility comes into it. Right? Like, is this student always saying things? Like, how credible is their word? Uh, do they have a history of right? But you have to. I guess you have to trust a law enforcement who has experience with that and going and they'll they'll talk to not right. just the two parties involved, but probably work to get some background on the individuals involved and their veracity in other areas of their life and 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 get some get get that information. But and um, I think yeah. we're also seeing a change in what is the sexual assault because of our new world of all these new gender identities and. You can say a couple mean sentences, and they might take that as assault. So there's a lot. The definition, I think, is probably varying to some degree now 
what is assault and what isn't. Like you touch them, like you give them a kiss on the cheek and that could be assault, you know, and like 20 years ago, that'd be like, okay, that's not a big deal. So, I mean, who knows? It's such mm-hmm. an in the weeds topic these days because of our society is so weird that the definitions of and definitions of everything have changed. I mean, marriage don't mean what it used to mean. So, I mean, I bet assault That's don't your, mean what it used to mean either. Marriage means exactly what it meant, oh, nope, has always it means meant. More. It, it has a different definition now than it does 20 years ago, according to the law, Joe. Not at all. It's yep, it's two it people are, are uh, uh, in a loving, committed relationship. Did That's all it that means. you know that the marriage certificate no longer says husband and wife? It says spouse A and spouse B. But that's, and that's, birth certificates no longer say mother and father. They say birthing parent and non-birthing parent. Joe, that's disgusting. That's what that is. I find that but disgusting, anyway. but all right. Oh, it's Rick. retarded. All right, have a good day, Joe. Okay, and that's not a good term to use. We're being politically correct here, Rich. Thanks for your call. And we got other folks on the line. We'll get right to you here on KGMI Connects. We want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples, and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Sold to bidder 126. The January consignment auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on January 7th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on January 7th. Contact Meridian Equipment today for more information. Meridian Equipment selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit MeridianEQ.com today to explore what Meridian Equipment can do for you. Heating emergencies happen. When your house is freezing, you need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday afternoon, and we do want to hear from you. Whatever is on your mind and whatever your take is on it. Let's go to Michael and Lyndon. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. It's always great to hear from uh, John and Rich and Ferndale, you know, and Rich first because uh, it gives me something to talk about as well. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rick, I have a couple of quick things here real quick. Uh, you know, as far as Brittany Grenier goes, you know, I've got to say it. It's a man who was pretending to be a woman in order to play in the WNBA because they're not talented enough to play in the NBA. This is someone who has no history of hormone treatment, no history of going through some kind of transitional surgery, uh, has a female wife. If anybody saw the interview, after he got released, you all understand this is a man pretending to be a woman. It's not a woman whatsoever. What? Um, Brittany, but, Brittany Griner is a yeah, man? Yeah, Brittany Griner is a man. Uh, it, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's a very well-known fact, just like, you know, Michelle, like what Joan Rivers said about Michelle Obama, but that's a whole other story. But it's a person, what? you know. So <laughs> Michelle Obama is a man? And, 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 and don't do <laughs> It's America, you know, and the main thing is has no respect for the laws of other nations. I mean, is this someone who can't go without their weed pen for just a month, you know, while they're over there? And, you know, Democrats are the party of you don't have to be responsible for your own actions. For example, Hmm. you don't have to have the babies that you make. Two, 
you don't have to pay back the loans that you take. Okay. Heck, you don't need to. Uh, you can ignore the laws of other countries when you visit them. And heck, you can ignore the laws of our country when you illegally across our border. I mean, what are what are we teaching people? You know, when when does self responsibility ever ever come into play here? Uh, as far as the sexual assault stuff that's going on, I'm just going to point out what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, because this was the father that was attacked uh, when he was speaking out at the school board and was arrested by the sheriffs because his daughter had been assaulted in the bathroom by a male student wearing a dress, and instead of reporting that incident. They transferred the student to another school where he then again also committed another sexual assault against a girl in the bathroom while wearing his dress. Okay? So that happened, and the grand jury has removed the superintendent of Loudoun County. I encourage everybody to look up what happened in Loudoun County because I think that's kind of what's happening here. And, and this is really important. The Biden administration's latest gift to the teachers' union was no more data collection on teacher rape and sexual assault. Since assuming office, President Biden applied one steadfast rule, and that was to rescind each and every regulation that was made by President Trump. Okay? Now, President Trump made it so that the schools would have to report on these sexual assault incidences if it involved student-on-student rape, rape or sexual assault, or whether it was teacher-student involved. It had to be reported. Now it doesn't have to be reported. That's, only report no, 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 Mike, now, Michael, I would just say that state law, Washington state law, requires the uh, sexual assault, regardless who perpetrates it, to be that that would involve that is brought to the attention of a person in, in, in a school employee in a, a whole number of other professions. It's brought to their attention. They have to report it under state law, and Joe Biden can't say, your state laws mean nothing. They, they are vacated the and they are tossed out. The National Education Association is the rule that they all follow. The, the, the Biden uh, administration, I'll, no, I'll explain no, it to you. No, I, I, I to you. really they don't. I, Hold on. I'll explain it to you. They are okay. rescinding a Trump regulation that required school districts to report allegations of student rape, alleged rape, or sexual assault to the department for incidents when when school staff resigned or retired prior to final discipline or termination. All right. Well, I don't know if you can send me a link to this particular order. I, 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 I Go ahead and email it to me. I'll give it to you, all the listeners, so they can look it up. It is freedomworks.org. Okay. Once again, freedomworks.org slash Biden's latest gift teachers union. All so right. Biden okay. Hash, latest hash gift hash teachers. Hash I'll, I'll look it up. But once again, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a gander. But uh, once again, uh, the Biden administration and whatever data that the, the, the federal edu- you know, department of education, uh, whatever they acquire, that's, that's one thing, but, that doesn't determine what is reported to a local police department by a local school district. And uh, here in Washington, anything like this has to be reported to a school, di- or rather re- reported to either police or child protective services under state law. But uh, thanks for your call, Michael. Always always a good chat. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hi, Joe. Uh, so we had a conversation a couple weeks ago, and I was talking about the sexualization of children, and then I fired you off a few emails. I'm sure you knew those were from me, but I want to I wanna tell you a story, and I could give you about three or four of these, but I probably wouldn't discuss them on the radio, but here's one I'll give you. Okay. I was a freshman in high school. My sister was a junior in high school. My sister worked uh, about a stone's throw away from the high school at a drugstore. And do you remember the days where you took your film in and you got it developed at the drugstore? Mm-hmm. So my sister's at work, and her manager comes to her and the other girl working there, and he says, I just got a call from the film developer. You guys got to 
cut those pictures open and take those coupons out. So they're doing that, and my sister comes upon these pictures, and they're from my freshman biology teacher in bed naked with a bunch of boys. Now, one of those boys was a very good friend of mine. And she said, I had to grab those pictures, Tim. I'm, I don't know what to do. She was hysterical. She said, get rid of these. I don't want anybody to see these. So after a few days, I took one of those pictures, and I markered out my friend's face but left the rest of the picture there, and I dumped it in a teacher's mailbox. I was very sneaky about it. Okay. Well, a few days after that, my teacher, that teacher, started picking on me, okay? And I realized somehow he knew. And him picking on me resulted in an in, a in-school suspension for me. And I was sitting there in in-school suspension, and about the third day, the vice principal came in. And he says, you know, all you got to do is stand up in front of the class and apologize to him. And I had and I had three of those pictures. And I said, I'm not doing it. And he said, why aren't you doing it? And I had one of those pictures in my book, and I showed him the picture. Now, God bless him, I've never seen anybody look more frightened, astounded, or anything in their life. He looked like I felt, uh, okay. and he said, okay, you sit tight here. Can you handle another day or two? And I'm like, fine with me. Well, you know, in the words of Joe Biden, what do you know? A couple days later, that son of a bitch was gone. All right. Tim. Now, okay, now what's the now point, what's the point of your story here? I mean— I, I I understand you found someone doing something apparently nefarious, and I can give you more stories. Well, Joe, I I don't. Know, but what I is your point? I'm asking picture. what your point is, Tim. I gave the first picture. Somebody knew what was going on. He figured out what was going on. I gave that picture to somebody that I thought would get. It was going to the secretary of the school who was a 70-year-old lady, and nothing got done, but I got outed, and probably my sister, too. All so, right. you know, okay. I don't want so to say it, that everybody's it, bad. Well, okay. Then I I don't think, I, and I, I'm sorry about this experience, but I don't think you can say this shows that everybody in the involved in the school in, in education is bad. I, I mean, I'll just say that much, but... Um, you know, I there are bad people in all arenas, and we report on them, and people that work in all different industries, and unfortunately, that might be education. But in this particular case, I this what happened. I don't see as being evidence of something deeper or more nefarious or more sinister. Um, but. Appreciate your thoughts, Tim. I've got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. Whatever you want to discuss, 360-676-5464. Back in a moment. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Eat for the holidays. You can't get a warmer gift than that. For the seventh year in a row, KGMI is proud to team up with West Mechanical, your independent trained dealer, to give that gift to two needy local families. West Mechanical will give each family a brand new trained furnace. Then you can help. If you know a struggling family, just go to heatfortheholidays.com. Tell their story and they could win one of two trained furnaces. Make the holidays warm for two families with Heat for the Holidays. Find a link at KGMI.com. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon 
with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday, and uh, we hope to hear from you. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I I had to call. Um, that fellow, Michael, the caller, with all due respect, total insanity to claim Brittany Griner as a man. Exactly. She I, I happens to be, I, I can tell you this, she was one of the earlier internet youth basketball sensations. She was very tall and she was, most girls mature a lot faster than boys. And I can't remember how tall she was when she entered high school, but it wasn't that much shorter than now. I think she's about six eight. If I she's either six seven, six eight, or six nine. I'm not sure which of those three, but she's one of those three. I've seen different stats on those. But anyway, yeah, seeing her walk to the airplane on the tarmac, uh, the videos. uh, Yeah, she's she's towering above the others around her. That's for sure. Yes, that's for sure. But there are many, many women in Russia, especially Russia's been notorious for having seven foot women play basketball. And the Olympics actually checked their sex, you know, and did did checks on it. You know, they they've done that many a time. And the point I'm trying to make is Brittany was an early internet sensation for her youth basketball skills. She was easily the most hotly recruited player in the nation when she was in high school in Baylor University. Uh, Kim Mulkey's a very famous coach at the time there. I I don't know if she's still there or not. I haven't kept up with Baylor, but Baylor University, um, you know, recruited uh, Brittany, and she was uh, definitely a woman, and and there was no question about it. She had tons of friends when she was growing up in all these youth basketball circles, Mm -hmm. and there's no way a biological boy, you know, first of all, nobody would have, back in 20 years ago when Brittany was 12, she's 32 now, there is no way anyone in America would have ever had surgery at that age. Uh, they're they're talking about it now. I think it's ridiculous until they become adults and then they can make up their own mind. But, you know, sexualizing children is just not, let them be kids. But anyway, I just think um, Brittany, you know, if she'd been a boy, it would have been very obvious and it would have been very well known. There's no way she could have hid that during youth basketball and high school basketball. She, you know, was in the locker room with the girls and famous. I can't remember. I think she might have played in Texas. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't follow her in high school, um, but in uh, college I did. And she was a a fabulous player, and, and I disagree with her on her anti-police attitude and some of the things she said, but that's okay. It's a free country, and she has that right. But, um, you know, she is a marvelous player and always has been ever since she was in, uh, you know, grade school and middle school. And and all I'm saying is that's a full-fledged, very, very tall woman. She's gay. I'm gay myself. I know. You know, you got gaydar when you're gay a lot of times. (laughs) And, you know, there there is just no way that – I mean, I was actually angered by that call. Well, the whole idea, it just smacks of being this this type of partisan – rumor mongering that that happens whenever one of these things occur one of these these types of incidents and ways people can dig into it and uh i and whether you agree with it or not i mean that's one thing if you think that joe biden did the wrong thing fine let it believe that and feel that that's okay but 
to make up the this stuff about the about the this person and claim they're somebody who they're not and it's just it's just I think it is it's really distasteful. Well, thank you, Joe. Hey, give me a chance here to say one more thing sure. about uh, about the three people that were accused of not reporting the uh, sexual assault in Bellingham School. Um, I only know what I read about that in the media, and I don't know the three people involved. I've known an awful lot of local people, but but I don't know them. I'm not in any way, shape, or form making any declarative statement here about them. Okay, I just want you to know that. But I am going to say one thing that's sad today, and that's that many teachers and other professional people are terrified in today's woke society, that part of society that's woke, and I don't like it myself, but they're terrified of being what they call canceled um, by making statements about, and I'm not saying that these three administrators are uh, in that category, but many people now in the public schools, among other places, are terrified of accusing anyone, uh, well, you know, especially if they're a different, um, you know, like a person of color or trans, trans or any yeah. other category that's different. And they, they are terrified of criticizing anyone for doing something like that, for fear that they too will be attacked and canceled, and the, with the internet the way it is now, it's it's an incredible. I mean, okay. I'm a very brassy and bold person. I wouldn't hesitate to do it, but I'm a lot different than I was going to okay. be a famous policewoman at one time. But I'm just saying that this is this is very <laughs> very Cagney and Lacey and Michelle there. All right, all right, well, Michelle. Yeah, I think I, I think we get we get your point. Uh, but I and I we don't know what the, uh, the motivations were here, and I don't think it's fair for us to to put. Um, Put people's motives uh, in, 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 you know, to to try to state what their motives may have been or whatever. So, uh, but thanks, Michelle. Appreciate your call. Three six seven three six zero six seven six five four six four. Our phone number. Let's go to Bob in Bellingham. Hi, Bob. Are you there, Bob? Bob, are you there? Hold on, I'm here. Oh, oh here, okay, me? there you are. Sorry. Okay, I'm no problem. On. That's okay. Hey, yeah, so I'm glad you brought this subject up again, because obviously I was the one that brought it up last week. Um, so I just want to make some clarifications. I, I didn't say that these people should be fired. You didn't. You were kind of not letting me finish. Okay. I was using the long term. What I was trying to say is that they should have been on some sort of administrative leave, is basically what I was getting at. And I think that those kids today walking out prove my point that there should be some accountability for these three people in a position that know their job and they know they are mandatory reporters and they fail to do their job, which uh, Greg Baker argues doesn't put any students in any uh, safety issues. Well, I'll argue that. What if that kid, whoever it is or whatever he did, by them not reporting it and only trying to do a, it was a personal plan basically that he said, some stipulations, obviously I'm quoting off the article, if he failed to do that because they didn't report it, something escalated, and he did something really bad because maybe she told, and then that they didn't go to the proper authorities. So according to the argue, whatever this individual did, it was bad enough that he was arrested and placed into juvenile detention. Now, I don't know as far as his case, what's going on from there, but it was bad enough that he was arrested and put in juvie. So it wasn't just some minor... Thing. He was arrested. So I will argue that by them not reporting it, they absolutely could endanger students by not doing their job. So okay. for that, those kids, it's amazing that a bunch of teenagers have more common sense than a superintendent because they're calling for accountability and he is not producing it. That was my point. That was it. These well, teachers, these uh, administrators need to be responsible for what they did. And well, and and I'll I and I agree with that. I and I think that um, I, I personally can't um, understand why, if 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 evidence of something like this or a, an allegation like this is brought to a person in that position, I would think they'd want to immediately hand it off or to Absolutely. you know let's get uh, let's get someone who is qualified to investigate this involved and not. 
try to take any kind of responsibility for it or or anything like that. Now, we don't know what the circumstances were. We don't know what was actually presented to these individuals or anything. So it's all speculation on our part, and we have to remember that. And I'm I'm sure that once this is the the legal process is in in place now, and we'll see how that turns out and what becomes of that. And yeah, I've talked to uh, Dr. Baker many times, and I think he's a man of integrity, and he cares about uh, first and foremost about his students and about his district, and and he can can you know cares about the people that work under him and um and, and it's a difficult job but yeah. at the when it comes down to it I think people do need to be um held accountable for sure the and kids so, yeah, I don't know I don't know you can say that you know all the kids and I cuz I've talked to some of the kids involved and there were different motivations there too some wanted to have a complete you know let's let's have new new administrators put in and yeah. others say Let's, you know, let's see some accountability or more, you know, let's see more serious attention paid to this issue of sexual assault and assault in general. Exactly. And, and others saying that, heck, I just wanted to get out of class for a while. But, um, <laughs> see, but so you do see my point now, I right? do. Certainly I do. Yeah. Credibility as adults in a position that kids need to trust that they're going to do the right thing. Yeah. That was okay. my point. All right. And That's so fair. I just want to bring. Can I bring up one more thing? Real quick, go ahead. Said, real quick, so you, the Loudoun County situation, they covered that sexual assault up, and look what happened. And I'm not saying that there's a reason behind what they did as far as some sort of LGBT cover-up, but I, the things happen when you don't report stuff. And so they, they just need to be held accountable, that's all. All right. Okay. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Yeah, appreciate it. And uh, I got a couple of folks on the line. I've well, no, we we'll go to go to let's go to Kirk. He's been holding on. Hey, Kirk. Good day, brother. Yeah, long time no here. Um, it, there's been a big uh, stink in the the recent months here about uh, the eighty seven thousand uh, IRS agents that everybody's talking about. Uh huh. And I, here's my question. If we're going to, you know, uh, spend taxpayer dollars, it's like if you look at California right now, um, they've been going through years of drought and wildfires and everything. Now they're getting record snowfall and everybody's freaking out. Here's the catch. When that snow melts, you're going to have all that undergrowth, which sparks next season's fires why can't we dump a lot of those taxpayer dollars into more forest service agents instead of irs agents and then we could prevent because i mean look at the billions it costs every year lost homes businesses you know entire communities sometimes you know it's like well Okay, what if we kind of like spend a few bucks where it's really needed? All right, we'll pass the word on to the the Biden administration, I guess. Thanks, Kirk. uh, Kirk in 2024. All right, there we go. All right. All right, right, take care, man. Uh, Let's go to Keith over in Sandy Point. Hi, Keith. Hi, Joe. Thanks for rooting for the Seahawks yesterday. Um, Yeah, you bet. um, I'm sad they lost, but that's that's football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was telling my daughter is the real Seahawks fan, and uh, that's what I told her is like, okay, well, this is this is part of being a, a sports fan is the the, the tough you bet. ones. Yeah, you bet. You bet. And um, so I'm calling today. Just uh, I'm going to stick up a bit for Christians um, locally. Okay. And what uh, my points are, I'm not a devout Christian. I I have been at times in my life. Um. I don't go to church every Sunday, probably should, but, um, and I have in the past, but so be it. So I'd like to stick up for a couple things. Um, there's a gentleman, Hans Erchinger. He took over for Al, Orchard, Al Archer's uh, Lighthouse Mission. It's been a great thing in Whatcom County. My goodness, what a great, what a great bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's a Christian thing, and they get donations from Christians. And um, 
The second is um, last year we had the big floods in especially northern Whatcom County, and uh, we have family members that were on the Hampton Road. The water rose up a little bit above four foot on their house. They still haven't been able to move back in yet, but one of the first groups that come in was Billy Graham's group by his son Franklin. Of course, Billy's dead now, but uh, his son Franklin, um, Franklin Graham, um, Purser's Perch, hmm. uh, Purse, excuse me, I'm uh-huh. sorry. And uh, they came in, and they were one of the first groups in, brought their group in, and they go over the country and all over the world helping people in disasters. And that money is raised by Christian people. And I guess I'm one of the quiet, quiet Christians, and I think there's a lot of quiet Christians, and I just, I don't like to see the Christian people kind of beat down a little bit um, because they do pretty pretty good things. Okay. I and uh, they're very non-judgmental. They're just, uh, they try to just be helpful. And uh, that's about all I got to say. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate it. You bet. All right. And we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll have a couple of minutes to take your call. 360-676-5464. It's KG My Connects. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. This holiday season, Brown & Brown of Linden's 11th Annual Turkey Drive provided 264 turkeys to Whatcom County families in need. An estimated 3,400 pounds of turkey were distributed by Bellingham Food Bank and Linden-based Project Hope Food Bank. The turkeys were purchased with $2,000 from Brown & Brown Insurance, $1,615 from Brown & Brown team members who held a bake sale and luncheon, and $3,010 from community members and businesses. These turkeys provide healthy, protein-rich meals for so many local families in need, said Bobby Green of Brown & Brown of Linden. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin and Jewelry. Bayside has great gifts for men and women, ranging from a large diamond selection to high-end watches. Bayside Coin and Jewelry, located in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at cascaderadiogroup.com. Hi, Marty Boonster here with Columbia Fire. And every winter we see property damage from burst pipes and frozen sprinkler systems. Don't let this happen to you. Avoid this costly mistake and get your dry systems winterized by Columbia Fire. We work in all aspects of commercial winterization. Schools, office buildings, industrial, high-rises, you name it, we've done it. Protect your property and get your free winterization consultation today from Columbia Fire. Learn more at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. Ask the experts with Western Solar. I keep hearing that the solar industry is booming. What's it actually like working in solar? Oh man, working in solar's a wild ride. They don't call it the solar coaster for nothing. Oy vey, can you spare us the dad jokes, please? Right, right. Well, honestly, I've enjoyed every second working for Western Solar for over the past 12 years. We have an incredible team of industry professionals with full medical benefits, education stipends, and quarterly performance bonuses. And on top of that, we've built a collaborative team that values excellence, integrity, craftsmanship, and creativity. We even get to write and perform dorky radio ads every now and then. You know, on that note, Callum, they've heard enough from us. Hey, Cheryl, tell the good folks how to apply for a job at Western Solar. Interested in working at Western Solar? Find out more about what we're hiring for and submit an application online at westernsolarinc.com. Ask the experts with Western Solar. With thousands of residential, commercial, and institutional projects already installed, find them today at westernsolarinc.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday. I said Monday morning, and now I said Tuesday. And it's Monday afternoon. Sorry about that. All right, let's get right back to the phones. Rambler and Custer joins us. Hi, Rambler. Believe you, you were up late yelling last night. <laughs> I was. You? I guess I rattled my, my gourd a little bit. Yeah. Oh. 
I can never cast aspersions in those areas, let me tell you. <laughs> like I said, in some ways I hate being online because I'll hear myself afterwards, but it's all right. I have a terrible connection, too. So that's horrible. Sometimes, okay. folks, believe it or not, only Joe hears my great stuff, and maybe not even him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, it. What a wonderful time. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know if I got it right, but I think that first guy was being a little sarcastic with saying, Brittany, I mean, you know, my Griner was, but I will say I have lived long enough that it's like, you know, back in the Olympics way back, the Russians had a girl, this center that I think actually she may have come from the Ukraine, but anyway, she could shave. I could just tell, you know what I mean? It's like, holy moly, I mean, she's a better beard than I do, but I got her now. I'm pretty sure. All right. (laughs) You know what? What a great show and stuff. Uh, I love listening to Michelle. She teaches me things. She kind of reminds me of a couple teachers I had and a couple real good friends that unfortunately life goes on all right all right uh, rambler you have a great one sir it is really great to hear you guys on the air because i don't know i well i don't get angry when i hear people i guess if it really triggers you you probably shouldn't be listening to it but you know i mean by the same token it's like hey take uh responsibility for your own life you know, it's like the, uh, um, Don Henley, the Eagles. Get over it. All right. Well, I mean, seriously, you, your parents ruined you until you're 21. But when you're 70, you can't blame anything on your parents. That's Come true. On. All Have right, Rambler. Life. Sounds good. Well, and yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, take take responsibility for yourself. And I think that's uh, fair to say about uh, Brittany Griner. Fair to say about... Some of the other folks we've discussed today. And, um, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself, the old uh, the old saying goes. So, I think good advice <laughs> and quick and easy to remember. A bumper sticker just to keep on the back of your head. Uh, we'll take uh, well, no, that, that's all the time we have today here on KGMI Connects. Thanks for all your calls, all your thoughts. I really... But don't don't think Brittany Griner's a man. She's a woman, and that's all I'll say. And we'll uh, well have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll be back tomorrow on the real Tuesday here on KGMI Connect.